Hey everyone, it's Scott from dvc-rental.com. If you're planning on taking a Disney vacation, please make sure you check us out as typically we can save you around 40 to 50% off of Disney's prices for the same exact Disney resorts. You're looking at resorts like Grand Floridian, Animal Kingdom, Bay Lake Tower, Beach Club, Boardwalk, Old Key West, Saratoga Springs, Wilderness Lodge, and Copper Creek. Again, that's dvc-rental.com. everyone and welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I'm Stacey Nyman and this is a little bit of a different show today because I actually could just run with it all by myself because my two normal co-hosts are not with us tonight. Chris and Pete are taking the day off but I do have some guests that I would love to introduce you to. So we have one regular guest, um, our lovely lady B. Thaxton. How are you doing tonight? Hi, sweetie. I'm going great. Excellent. And then we have B's awesome daughter, Amber Weissenflu. How are you, Amber? Good. Excited to be on the show. We are excited to have you. And then last but certainly not least, we have a Disney celebrity in our midst. Well, besides B, of course. But we have superhero, run Disney, Rudy Novotny. How are you doing today, Rudy? Wow, superhero. That might be the best <laughs> intro of all time. <laughs> we are so, so happy to have you. I will talk about Rudy in a little while, but we, we all love him so much. So thank you so much for being with us today. If you haven't already guessed, today is going to be all about Run Disney, but never fear. Before I was a runner, I listened to podcasts that had to do with running, and you're going to get through it, everybody. It's okay. Because we will have some Disney sprinkled in as well as we go along. But before we kind of get into the meat of the show, I have a little run Disney trivia. And I think that maybe it might be a little easy, but that's okay. So how many runners do you think participate each season in run Disney events? Why don't we start with, like, start, think, just think for a second about, about, your, about your answers. We'll go with... Um, be first. You have a round guess. Stacy, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> um, honey, that's four Disney events a year. Three races, four races on one, and it's got to be one hundred fifty thousand people easily. All right, I'm writing down your answer. How about you, Amber? What do you think? I'm going to say one hundred thirty-five thousand. All right. I wonder if Rudy knows the answer to this. Rudy, what do you think? I, I don't know the answer, but I'm going to go a little lower than all those. I'm going to go 120. Okay. So now if you listen to the podcast a few weeks ago when I totally botched the trivia question about how many gallons of water are in the Fountain of Nation, <laughs> I will not do that this time. <laughs> yeah, so you're all a little bit low, according to the research that I did. It appears to be that there are around 187,000 runners Whoa. who participate each yeah. season and run <laughs> Disney events. So but that's a lot of people getting healthy. 
I wonder wow. if, like if I do the five to ten and a half one weekend, if they're counting me as one racer or three racers. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I think if you run all three, you should be counted as three racers. <laughs> I think that's why at 187,000, that has to be the case. That, that right. it is counted as three. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's um that's some Disney math. <laughs> that's the best kind of math. Actually, to be, actually, you know, wait a minute, hold on before I get in trouble. To be fair to Disney, that's what we call race direct for math. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that actually gave us a really good segue here because um Rudy, I, I know I know you very well. I have been following you for quite a few years, especially through the Hottie Bodies Fitness Challenge, and I've grown to just love you so much. But I love you as a person, um, but I also love you as a race director. So um, can you just go ahead and just give everybody a little, a few tidbits about yourself? You know, you can do, you know, your personal life and your professional life and just let everybody know who you are. Oh my gosh, a few tidbits. Okay. First, <laughs> first thing is you um, you gave me a title that I never had and never ever will have, um, which is you said race director. Because, oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and I mean, and uh, to be fair, there's probably a number of people out there um, that believe that I have been or, you know, or am at times or whatever. No, no, no. Way too much work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have nothing but the utmost respect for race directors, you know, races large and small. It's a ton of work and um, they're amazing, amazingly hard working people. And I'm not one of them. <laughs> so I'll disagree um, with that. You're a hard worker. Okay, so oh boy, some tidbits about me. Okay, let's see. I'll go. To, I'll go. I'll go places that I've never gone before in a podcast. Um, I'm the oldest of six children. Nice. Okay. I grew, grew up in, uh, born in New York. Grew up in New Jersey. Um, got out of New Jersey at my very first opportunity. Told my parents when I graduated high school, I was going to go to California and go to school and make my fame and fortune. Um, neither, <laughs> of the, neither of those things happened. Uh, I, I came to California, did not go to school, um, went, went into um, finance, into mortgage lending. And um, let's see. That's my background. <laughs> well, what's that? That's my background. Is it? Okay, there we go. See, I'm, you know. Um, so yeah, I was in mortgage lending and uh, met met a wonderful woman uh, who was running a lot and uh, getting lots of attention by a lot of guys. So I decided, man, I better start running. Uh, <laughs> and so I started running at about I think it was about twenty four and ran my first marathon. I I, I made a uh, a pact with myself that I was going to run my first marathon before my 26th birthday and I did it and I I think I ran it about five days before my 26th birthday and um which was a lot of fun and I was injured should never have run it Uh, it was the Mission Bay Marathon the flattest course in the world I think it had about two feet of elevation uh I want to run that one yeah it was a uh, it was a wonderful experience, and I started doing a lot of 
racing after that, half marathons, some marathons, a lot of 5Ks, 10Ks. And um, let's see. And, and as I got racing more and more, I became a, uh, a, a volunteer, a, I, wanna, I don't want to say high-level volunteer, I guess a volunteer, coor- a, a coordinator for what at the time was the San Diego Marathon, which is now the Carlsbad Marathon, and just met lots and lots of great people, saw the announcers having a lot of fun, and I was registered for a, a race by one of the local race directors who puts on lots of small races, showed up, and the, and the announcer didn't show up. So she made me, yeah, she made me an offer that changed my life. She said, hey, Rudy, if you just don't run this race, just just bag this one, just take the microphone, and you know what we do here. You know half the people here and the whole thing. So just, yeah, just, you know, just have fun. And, um, and I think she said I'll give you four or five free races or something like that. Well, I know a That's good deal. That's a deal. Oh, yes. Great deal. Well, of course, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the races at the time were like $15. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple of years ago. So anyway, <laughs> I, uh, I got on the mic, had a blast, and, and you know, got a pretty good response. And I got my free races, and then about, I think it was about two, three weeks after the race. I can't remember what it was, a 5K or a 10K. It wasn't anything long. Um, I went to the mailbox. And there was a uh, an envelope from her. I opened it up, and I think it was a check for like a hundred dollars, and that was it. <laughs> the seed was sown. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> that was a life changing check. <laughs> amazing. That's pretty cool. All by default. <laughs> So um, that was kind of the start of it and uh, did more and more. And, uh, you know, one day I got a call from some people at Disney, at at Disneyland, excuse me, said they were going to put on some half marathons. And would I, uh, would I interview, would I audition for it? And uh, they, you know, I I had probably announced about six, 700, maybe more races by that time. Wow. Wow. And I was really cocky, and I said, "No, I'm not going to audition. You've already they already told me they've seen me before." So it's like I'm not going to audition. Yeah, you know, it's hey, it's me. <laughs> and they said, "Yeah, okay, that's yeah, yeah, we get that." So when you do a phone interview, and they said we're looking at you and two other people, and I to this day I have no idea who they were. And so look, we'd like to do a phone interview. And um, we'll we'll call you in three days, and just know that the um, that the theme of our first event is Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah. So I thought this is really cool. I, I, and to be honest, I didn't really think a lot about it. Time came for the phone call. They called me, and I you know I saw it on my I saw the ID on my phone, and I answered. Hello, how are you doing, mateys? What's happening here? <laughs> That's and fantastic. I, and I learned from them, not at that time, of course, but right at, and of course, I got the job. That That's clear. Um, I learned from them in, in another conversation many years ago that they said, that was it. That was it. Done. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. What a great uh, story. 
so did you know did a lot of the Disneyland, and then uh, one of the people one of the people from Disney World uh, came out to Disneyland, and you know we we struck up a friendship, and she asked if I'd be interested in coming to Disney World to work and uh, work with the other sports hosts there, and they said, "Hold on, let me think." Yeah. <laughs> At that point, did you know you were getting up at 1 a.m., though? No, I had no idea. I probably would have said, hold on, let me think. No. <laughs> With that, uh, can you tell us a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes? I know you talked to Amber a little bit about getting up at 1 a.m. and do you What goes on behind the scenes? And do they provide your hotel and transportation? Is that something you have to do? No, they uh, Disney's Disney does a great job. They have a whole uh, travel, uh, which is no surprise, I'm sure, to everybody. They have a whole travel area that handles things for uh, for guests and and uh, contractors and things like that. And so, no, they handle all the detail. I just tell them essentially what flights, um, what flights I would like, and uh, where we are. We're very fortunate. We're put up in very nice Disney properties. Not DVD. Oh yeah. I say, hey, you know what? I've, I've looked at what some of these things cost. It's the only way I'm staying in a Disney property, okay? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there was um, there there was one there was one time where um, I can't remember we were staying at we were I can't remember where we were staying. We were st- I think we were staying at Boardwalk or something like that. And they said, hey, we have a problem on the last day, and we need to move you over to Animal Kingdom Lodge. For just the last day, you know, we're really sorry, but for the inconvenience, but you know, hope you don't mind. And it's like, oh no, I love the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So we, so I, I remember Car- it was Carissa and I had to be moved. So we go over there together, and they start checking us in, and they say, "Well, wait a minute, it just says you're here for one day, one night. You're just staying for one night in that room." And I'm like, uh, what, do you, "What do you mean in that room?" It, it was a it was a two-bedroom suite <laughs> nice. with a Savannah view. I mean, I, I, I think it actually had giraffes contracted to come to the window on a regular basis. Do you know that the three-bedroom villa over there at Jumbo has a pool table in it? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I've seen that. I've seen that one. I know the one you're talking about, and and, uh, and a fireplace. You know, which is yeah. great, great in July, and. Uh, no, so Disney does. They do a really nice job of uh, of taking care of our, of our accommodations and and getting us a- around. And it's you know it's 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 very well done. There's a lot of attention to detail, and they they take very good care of us. Well, what about the one a.m. getting up? Tell us about that. That's where they don't take very good care of us. <laughs> well, yeah, it's it, it's it is difficult, you know, particularly when you're coming from the West Coast. You know, yeah, the, it's the, great fun. <laughs> yeah, the joke the joke that I make is, you know, and, and it's actually, to be fair, it's essentially a, a 1.30 wake up for a 2 o'clock pickup in the lobby. So what I what I tend to say is, you know, even at 2 a.m., um, excuse me, but where I come from, it's still yesterday. <laughs> I hear that complaint by my roommate all the time during race weekend. Yeah, she gets over it quickly, though. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, it's it really is, and and I know you all are, you know, getting up virtually as early or or, or almost as early to do your races, but 
it's hard because you're always sleep deficient and deprived. Right. You know, I right. mean, naps that weekend. Yeah, lots and lots of naps. <laughs> <laughs> and I think you know, I, I absolutely have nothing but respect for the people who do goofy and dopey. But the respect isn't as much for the athletic pursuit as it is for doing anything like that four days in a row with essentially no sleep. True. <laughs> so they're crazy. Yeah, it's it, 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 it's hard. It's hard, and and. You know, people go, oh, but you must have so much fun in the parks and, you know, and doing all the activities and everything. I'm not going into the parks. I'm sleeping. Yeah. I'm laying in the pool passed out. Don't bother me. Exactly. If you see me at the pool with my sunglasses on, it's because I'm sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me just jump in here really quick. I realized that just because of my nervousness of not um, really – doing shows, kind of hosting them by myself, that I really re- neglected to talk to Amber and get her background in um, in Run Disney, too. Because we, we know B, um, we introduced Rudy. Amber, will you tell us a little bit about um, your background and, and why we asked you to be on the show with us today? Yeah, so um, let's see. Mom, when was our first Run Disney event? It was the 5K in 2016. 16. Is that right? Yeah, yeah so... Um, Mom and I made a pact that we were going to do a 5K, and we decided what better 5K to be our first than Disney Princess. So we trained um, a lot um, because we were both fairly significantly overweight. Um, We trained hard. We lost a lot of weight since then, and we've been running ever since. So we started the first year just on the 5K, um, after that first 5K, we were like, oh, my God, can we sign up for the 10K? Is it available tomorrow? Of course, no, it was sold out. Um, <laughs> we came back that uh, November for Wine and Dine and did the 5 and the 10. And then the next year for Princess, I did all three. And I've been doing all three races um, for Princess and for Wine and Dine ever since. That's great. Do you do, you do other races outside of Disney at all? Oh, yes. Yeah, I do oh, a yes. lot of uh, races. <laughs> Let's see. That that first year, I really caught the bug in 2016 after that first 5K. And I may have overloaded a little on races. Um, I was probably doing three a month uh-huh. of, of whatever I could find locally. Um, but, yeah, since then, I'm still going strong. I try to pick at least one race a month to go do. Um, actually saw Rudy recently at the Encinitas uh, 5K and half marathon. So, um, yeah, I like to get around out here locally in San Diego since I just moved here last May. God, I've always been here a year. Um, still getting the lay of the land with the races and trying out different stuff around town here. So a lot of uh, exciting stuff on the West Coast. That's great. Thank you so much. Sorry for, for not asking about that a little bit earlier no that's really good i feel like um new runners have that that honeymoon period our, our first year running i think we did 17 races that first year after the first one it was just like, like we could not get enough and now the reality is hitting a little bit with finances and we're oh, like yes now <laughs> we have to kind of pick and choose what we really really want to do so yeah, absolutely but it's I such also a fun like journey. to look oh sorry i also like to look you know it's the what the medal is what else is happening with it <laughs> so this weekend there's a pizza 5k there's no medal and there's no shirt but you get to go and try three different pizzas afterwards. Oh, so there you go. That's, that's worth it. 
That's very good. As far as the finances, Stacy, when we come home from our races, there's not a hundred dollar check in the mailbox. No, I know. That's never happened to me. <laughs> Maybe Rudy will share his secret. <laughs> I mean, who needs, a, who needs a T-shirt and a medal when you've got pizza? I mean, Oh, for sure. Stacy, how did you meet Rudy? I'm sorry? Um, we, we, Rudy and I met on... On the on Facebook, on the Facebook, I almost said, on Facebook, on the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge page. I just kind of started there when I, you know, started running and everything, and I saw Rudy pop up, and I'm like, I think this guy's kind of important because he gets a lot of likes when he <laughs> posts something. Oh, and then I listened to some podcasts, and Fitz um, Kohler was talking about. Him. I'm like, okay, yes, he he's he's a big guy, and then um, I he's just the most encouraging motivational person i would post things on there and lo and behold rudy would respond with something just amazing and just what i needed to kind of get me through to that next run just whether if it was a just great job or you know you're 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 doing so well like those kinds of things and i'm like he is just amazing and so i just kind of was like okay he's a down-to-earth guy he's approachable and we just kind of started chatting there and um it was my goal all along to finally get my hug from rudy and at marathon weekend this year i got my big hug and selfie with him so it was like one of my bucket list items oh my goodness i know Oh, let's, I let's just just keep going with that on too. the rest of the show. You know, you do <laughs> respond to people on Facebook, and you don't respond two days later. You respond right away. <laughs> you really well, you know, know. To be, you know, to be honest, I just, I think it's, um, I think it's wonderful to, to foster connections with people. I mean, that's really what it's about. Of course, you know, that's what Facebook is about: is is connecting with all different kinds of people all over the place, but particularly in the running community, um, there is, you know, we, we have an affinity for something that we enjoy doing so much that it becomes a, um, a very significant part of our lives. Like, I mean, you guys, 17 races and <laughs> in a, such a short period of time. And it, it's just, um, it's something I found a long, long time ago. Um, just in my own racing and running and making new friends and and uh, and making those connections and then when I was in in a different part of the running and racing community I I found uh, I just found new opportunities and you know if I can encourage or motivate or inspire in any way it's just it's an honor and a privilege and a really fun thing to do so thank you so much for all your kind words and believe me i get much more out of this than anybody else does so, so. oh that's it, great it, it may be a little selfish yeah please do Last i'm sorry one more time i'm gonna tell uh give you guys how we met you oh please i, I don't know if you remember or not Please remind me. (laughs) Last Thanksgiving, I was in California for Thanksgiving. Amber and I did a turkey trot, and she said, Mom, we have to do this Wonder Woman race. So we're in line, and we're getting ready to go. And they said, we have have a couple of celebrities. We have Diana Prince, and we have Rudy. And Amber and I are going, Rudy! (laughs) (laughs) So after the race, 
race. She says, Mom, we'll never find him. I said, I'm going to find him. If I'll never find him at a Disney race. I've got to find him. So I walked up to the station table, and I said, I know this is a dumb question. Do you know where we can find Rudy? And they go, oh, yeah, his tent's right over there. <laughs> and he and his daughter, who is super sweet, were over there, took pictures with us. Now when we run by the races and holler at him, he knows who we are. Plus, Amber flies with him all the time. Just a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uh, yeah. That was an interesting meetup because I wasn't there to to be on the microphone in any way, shape, or form. I actually raced that day. That was my first five k in actually first five k in about a year. I had done one about a year before, but um, that was and that was super fun. Love that race. That was a blast. Yeah, that was definitely a good race. We had yeah. failure when they you were there, and everybody we're screaming and everybody's turned around looking at us like we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let's see if we can get up to the front. Where's that? Mom, the race is getting ready to start. (laughs) (laughs) So, Rudy, how often do you actually get to run races? It doesn't sound like it's too frequent. No, it's not. Um, I think right now my race calendar is about 40 races a year. So that means that there aren't a lot of free weekends for racing. And to be 100% fair and honest, when I have a weekend off, (laughs) you know right where I'm going, right? Oh, yeah. You don't want to be in the middle of all the crazies, right? (laughs) My my dog looks over at me and says, dude, what are you doing? (laughs) Get back in bed. (laughs) Get back in bed. Yeah, there's um, I'm trying to um, to move that up a little bit. I'm, I'm gaining more interest in. Getting out and uh, and you know the five Ks and the ten Ks are, are just easier logistically. I'd I'd like to do another half marathon sometime in the near future, and at least in my head, okay, maybe not in my body, but in my head, <laughs> I I see another marathon in my future. Um, and I would what I'd like to do is I'd like to run a marathon to qualify for Boston. And then and then run Boston one. Time. I've never run Boston, not not once. That was so, one of my questions. Have you run New York or any of the other big? I have not run any of the majors. I have not run New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Um, I've run none of the majors. Zero, zero. I'm really um, surprised at that. That because I figured you'd done them all. I, th- I think a lot of people probably believe that you know my racing resume includes a, a lot of those, and no, I am totally jealous of all of you and all your Facebook posts. A lot of my friends were just in London and you know, they're, they're just you guys are traveling to these great events. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jealous at all. <laughs> you think I run with Stacy? She's in Chicago where it's snowing. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that you should make Chicago a priority you know, at some point, that would be Chicago. really cool. Okay, so here, so here's my welcome to my life, Chicago, which is a fabulous event, and I, I know the race announcer there, Dave Kappas, very well. I've worked with him; he's fabulous. Is on the same weekend as Long Beach. Oh, oh no! And I have announced Long Beach for 18 years. Yeah, Chicago's not happening. And, <laughs> and, and then, to be honest, I the other thing that happens that same weekend that is on my bucket list, not to participate in, 
But to be at personally is Ironman World Championships in Kona. Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. There's just, I, you know, ever since I saw the first NBC broadcast of that event, it has just been something that just blows my mind. Um, and, and not to mention that I love the Big Island. The Big Island is just fabulous, and I've been there several times. But just the energy that's there, and, and Mike Riley, the announcer, is a, a good friend of mine. He's incredible. Um, it's just something that I've decided I'd really like to be at one time just to experience that. Believe me, not to not to swim, not to bike. <laughs> and, and I say that with all due respect to my daughter who has done an Ironman before. She hasn't done Kona, but she's done 70, several 70.3s, several halves. And, wow. um, and I Your think a couple. That we met? I'm sorry? Your daughter that we met? Yeah, yes. Yes, my my she's my one and only. I, I have a uh, I have my my daughter is Jenna. She's thirty three, and my son is Jason, and he is oh my goodness, he is forty three. How could how could how could I be old enough to have children? <laughs> well, thirty two, so I'm right there with you. Oh man, <laughs> but she's so tiny. <laughs> man. Jenna is just little. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but seriously, those um, those majors, you know, they're they're special. They're there's just, you know, I I don't think any of them are overrated in any way. They really are all that good, and they're worth the trouble and the expense of the travel and experiencing something like that at least once. And, and of course, they're not easy to get into. No. Oh. Yeah, I know that. That's my struggle with Chicago is it's a lottery, which is great. But my husband and I like to run together. So the the thought of one of us getting in, the other one not getting in, and then us being kind of tied to that payment, it's just a little bit um, much. So it's, but thankfully they're not, you know, there's not a time requirement for Chicago. It's a pretty generous time, but someday maybe. Well, that's where, um, that's where Big Sur's got a great lottery because they actually have a couples division. Oh, that's great. Really? Yeah, they've got a couples lottery spot. And that so is good to know. You say they understand your conundrum, you know, one yes. gets in the other doesn't. That's 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 gonna lead to divorce. Exactly. <laughs> Amber, didn't so you funny. just get into a lottery that Rudy was announcing? Um, no, I don't think Rudy's announcing. Well, I don't know if Rudy's announcing. It's the um, the women's the bougie race up in Palm Desert in November. Yeah, um, I know those folks, and that that'll be a first time event for them out there. Uh, they, uh, I, I have not been. I, I spoke with them in uh, Los Angeles. I, I met them at the uh, at the LA Marathon uh, Expo, and uh, we may have conversation. They they have some announcers they used rather routinely. They they put on a number of other events, so I, I may or may not get that call, but. Um, that looks like it could be a very interesting event. Sure, nice bling. I, I know. Right. That, I know the bling didn't influence you at all, right? No, not at all. A Lululemon <laughs> shirt and a Tiffany necklace. Uh. Yeah, yeah. They had me at mimosas and massage. So oh, yeah. okay, no, that too. <laughs> okay, that's not the one I was talking about. I was talking about the one that you ran that. Just recently, that you had to write. Oh, that's the Encinitas. Yes, yeah, so he was. He was at that one as well. He, yeah, Rudy and um, I'm sorry. What's 
what's your uh, co-announcement? Fitz, Fitz and I. Yeah, Team, yes. team Noisy. Team Noisy was there. Team yeah, Noisy. Yeah, that's a that's a great race. That is a really really great race. That was our th- uh, third year there, and they made some course changes that were really positive. And it's just, it's beautiful. Uh, in that half marathon, I, I believe it's about nine and a half, about nine and a half or 10 miles of the of the entire course are within view of the ocean. It's just in North San Diego County, absolutely gorgeous. It's really beautiful. Yeah, yeah I think that's the, the most beautiful race that I've done yet. But Big Sur is definitely on my list um, to, to try to do next year. How does how does that compare? Is that a, a pretty race as well? I've I've seen amazing pictures. Big Sur, um, nothing compares to Big Sur. <laughs> there goes uh, now I'm in trouble with all my race directors that listen to the podcast. <laughs> well, you know, and I have see the thing about Big Sur is I mean I love announcing it, but I have a personal connection since I've run it twelve times, and that's where my personal record is at Big Sur. Oh, and, nice. Yeah, and it's just. You know, they call it running on the ragged edge of the Western world. And it is, it's, it's just, it's something you have to do to believe. And even when you do it, even when you run it, and, and I'm, it's funny, I'm hearing this today from people on Facebook that are saying, you know, it's all sinking in just now, how, how just, how spiritual it was and how incredible, incredible it was. And this year, they had the most amazing weather that they've had in the last like 20 years. So every year it's point to point and <laughs> every year the wind is in your face and it's a matter of how much of a wind is in your face. Yeah. And it's, and it's the whole way. And so I, it probably averages about 10 miles an hour. Oh, Wow. And, Wow. That's just an average, and it, and it, we've had gusts to twenty and thirty miles an hour. This year, there was a tailwind it was at the back, oh, and wow. oh, it was just spectacular. Big, I mean, I could, I, I, somebody will have to, you know, pull the hook. I could go on about Big Sur forever and ever. The race organization is world class. The course is world class. It's just very special. Unfortunately. It's a very limited field, less than 5,000, and they receive something like eighty or 90,000 applications for the 5,000 spots. Wow. Yeah. So if you're thinking about running Big Sur, you, enter Register early. now. <laughs> yeah. Enter, right. Exactly. Let me give you the race director's personal email. <laughs> Please, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> But it, it, it really is that it really is that good. It's it's very special. But you know what? Let me just interject really quick here because a lot of people don't know about the half marathon, and that's in November, the Monterey Bay Half Marathon. Now that we, we take about eight thousand spots for that, it's much easier to get into. And it also is spectacular. Now it doesn't go out on Highway One, it runs along the Monterey Bay. But it's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It has a few little inclines, but nothing I'd even call a hill. And about ninety percent of it is along the bay, and you're looking at otters and seals, and it's it is also beautiful. And it's a it's a pretty fast course. That one's the second weekend second weekend in November, and it's also just and you know look Monterey Carmel. 
it's a beautiful weekend. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Sounds like you like the West Coast races a lot. <laughs> I do. I do. I. You know, I. I'll. Try, I have a suitcase. I'll go anywhere. Harrison, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so Rudy, it sounds like Big Sur is your favorite. What's your What's your second favorite race that you've either run in or announced? Either one. My second favorite. Oh boy. Well, I really like you know Encinitas. A lot of the races that I do, um, I've run before. I haven't run Encinitas. The um, in January, the Carlsbad um, marathon and and half marathon are very well done, and those are also really pretty courses. The marathon they've changed now, so it's a double loop on the coast, but the half marathon is, is very coastal. That's really nice, and it's in January. The weather can be a little iffy, but it's cooler weather. I personally am a cooler weather runner. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how the Floridians, I don't know how Fitz and these other people run in the humidity and anything above 70 degrees as far as I'm concerned is like tropical. I can't figure out how Stacy runs anything under 50 degrees. She's out there when it's 20 and she comes back with icebergs hanging off of her face. Oh, I've been out negative. Um, I negative 12, I think, was my lowest. Oh, you dress for it. You know, you just have to dress for it. But um, so, Rudy, you've you've announced hundreds of races. Can you think of any thing that you've seen that's just been absolutely crazy at the finish line? Oh, uh, crazy. Well, I, okay, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, you see all kinds of crazy stuff at the finish line. The craziest thing at the finish line are proposals. As far as yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, it's. Have you, know, you ever seen a proposal got run over because they stopped suddenly? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some close calls. <laughs> one, um, and one of my uh, a couple that are good friends of mine. I saw him and he came to me and he said, Hey man, I'm going to propose to her today. And I said like, Oh really? Okay. Where are you going to do that? And he said, well, I was going to wait for her to finish. And I was like, no, you're messing it all up. Here's what we're <laughs> going to do. And so I essentially staged the whole thing for them. And, and I had her come over to me cause she's used to seeing me when she finishes. And then she came over like to give me a hug about, about a, 150 200 feet before the finish line and then from behind me he comes out and takes over of course he does <laughs> <laughs> right and that was that was a wonderful moment that was really sweet but that is uh, very special probably one of the most ridiculous things i've ever seen happen is something that i was involved with it was one of rudy's big time faux pas uh oh. Okay. Um, right now, I'm in about 1,200 races that I've announced. So, you know what? When you do it that often, you're going to screw up. <laughs> so, so, about three years ago, it was three or four years ago at Big Sur, the, uh, the male winners had come in, but we hadn't seen the females yet. So, we're waiting for the, the, the female winner to come in. And so I'm looking and I'm looking at them in my binoculars and oh, there, there, here she comes. Yep. Pink top, long, long brown hair. Oh, no. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen, here she comes, the champion of the 2000, whatever it was, 
thanks her international marathon and her name is Vincent How? <laughs> oh no. So oh, I man. get so I get indignant. I come off my perch and I and and, and Fitz was working with me, so she just kept things going. And I come off my perch and I approach this person and I said, Why are you wearing a man's bib? <laughs> oh and he oh, man. just looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> and essentially says, because uh, I'm a guy. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was a classic moment in time. I, I, you know, was like, okay, well, that's a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> just, just wanted to tell you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So There's one question all three of us want to know. And if oh, it's my gosh. Now, you know? so, so just in my own defense, he's really slight, very slight build, <laughs> uh, a, a, just a pink, pink, pink top, which, sure, guys, you know, guys look great in pink. And, and he had the most beautiful long hair in a, in a ponytail. And I just, I bit, I went down for it. And uh, and the, as and uh, so I apologize profusely. Oh, I'm sure you did. Yeah, again and again and again. And hey, no, it's not over yet. I had another opportunity because he was top three in his age group. Oh God! <laughs> At the award ceremony, I got to apologize again. And let me tell you something. He has become a dear friend. He is one of the most um, most wonderful, gentle souls. He is a uh, he's a doctor. He's in. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Vince. I can't remember your the name of your specialty, but he's a he, he's an eye doctor. And what he does is he goes all over the country with Team Achilles as a guide for. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. He is fabulous. He is absolutely wonderful. But boy. Oh, so man. good things came out of it. So that's good you things know. came out of it. But let me tell you, I know what crow tastes like. <laughs> so, Rudy, what is your job as a race announcer? Just well, I'm you know, getting out there and starting a race and motivating people. But what's the background? Tell us what you do exactly. Well, you, you know, well, oh boy. Uh, to, to encapsulate it in a few words, and you know, you already, you know, you already, you know, threw those out. I mean, if someone said in a few words, what is it? I, I would say to uh, to inform, to entertain, and you know, to motivate or inspire as we're able to do so. Uh, you know, there, there's there's actually a lot of behind the scenes work that goes on. We've got depending on the event. I mean, if you look at Disney, as you know, and, and it varies from Disney event to Disney event. They're, they're, they can be quite scripted and, you know, they, they create a scenario for us to work within. And, uh, you know, Except so I, John. You know, John goes off on his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and then if you've done the Disneyland events, those are, you know, those are heavily, those were heavily scripted. Those were, you know, those were Rudy gets, uh, Rudy gets hijacked by Darth Vader. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 
why what hopefully you don't remember is when they they kidnapped me and I, I, I was kidnapped and I and so the whole thing was where's Rudy how are we gonna get Rudy and I ended up walking back on stage before my time <laughs> oh no <laughs> Oh, it was so embarrassing. And, and I think everybody realized what had happened. And I, I just tried to make a joke out of it. But, you know, to, um, I, I mean, that's really a good question. To, I used to set the scene, to set the, to set the mood, mm-hmm. to, um, you know, one of the, one of the biggest compliments, uh, or I've accepted it as the biggest compliments that I've ever received are the people that get back to me and say that, uh, my voice calms their nerves, and that they that they they just they get a calming effect, and that I'm able to help them settle before the race with with humor or or just you know just I guess the just the tone of of our voices. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's a, a wonderful compliment. I mean, I work with lots of really good people. I, I'm I'm one of many, many, many race announcers, um, you know, throughout the country, and there's some fantastic talent out there. It's wonderful working with John and Carissa and Riley in uh, in Orlando, and worked with a number of other people, you know, locally in uh, in Anaheim. But um, you know, I think I think really the biggest part of it is just is trying to entertain and, and and you're staging the race you know you have the responsibility of working the clock and moving things along and making sure that things happen when they're supposed to happen and dressing up like we do and yeah oh boy the other race directors i work for just love to see the outfits that that uh, that, that i'm put in and uh, they think that they're extra kind to me for not requiring. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So Big Sur hasn't asked me to go in an otter outfit or anything like that. <laughs> we could put that in a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> what's your favorite Disney race of the four weekends? Well, yeah, since there's only four weekends now, what's your favorite? Um, of the current four weekends, I would say Princess. Really? Yeah. That I just, surprises me. I I just get, well, you know, and wine and dine's a lot of fun, too. It's really close. You know, it's That's probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably, you know, it's probably um, Princess, Wine and Dine, Marathon, and Star Wars. Star Wars uh, is too hot. I quit doing it. Wh- which one? Star Wars. Yeah, well, you know, it's the weather is what you get. You know, it's just, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't blame you. I mean, I don't race in, in July and August out here because, you know, you're going to melt. Stacey doesn't ra- race in October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Chicago. <laughs> too hot, too hot. Too hot, too cold. <laughs> Stacy has the biggest smile in the world. I don't think I've ever seen her not smiling. Yeah, she does. <laughs> it's all about the selfies. It's all about the selfies. I'm telling you. <laughs> I am telling you. But yeah, the Disney events are just so much fun. Everybody is, you know, generally in such a good mood and the you know, and the um and there are just so many huge Disney fans. You know, Disney events are just they're just different. They're just they're they're very special and they're very different. No other events that I do are anything 
like Disney events, and I say that in a very broad brush type of way. Um, hey, people, that makes us happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's true. It just people are, and it's not that other people in other locales and other races aren't you know happy and excited. They they are, but Disney's just got the pixie dust going on. They yeah, absolutely. It was amazing. I mean, this past January was my first run Disney race. Um, and it was, I i can't even describe it. It was the best week of my life. It was just spending time with oh. my friends. Well, ob- obviously, besides my children's birth and my wedding and all those kinds of things. <laughs> but um, Those aren't important. Yeah, I mean, running is just way, you know, no, but it was just, and, and I can't even describe why it was. It was just meeting with friends. It was the atmosphere. It was the it race. Right. Dress up. I know. Well, I, I'm doing dopey this year, so I'll have four opportunities to dress up in January. But so it's just it's something it's so special. It's just Chicago has great races, but Disney was just out of this world. I want you to come down and do a wine and dine race with Amber and I. You would love it. I would. Yes. You know what? After I think that after this coming up, dopey is our bucket list thing. I think after that, maybe we'll start exploring some of the other. Well, now, am I wrong, or it looks like the the last time I saw somebody mention it, it looks like wine and dine is selling like crazy. It is. Okay. It is. It, it, is this an anniversary year? No. No. Not, not yet. Oh, because of Star Wars. That's right. probably well, right. Why, right? thing to do with it, because that's a race in April. No, I mean like Star Wars Land opening. It's it's going to be open oh, at, right, yeah. around the same time probably. Yeah, right. I might be bringing them to town. Rudy, we all have one question we want to ask you. Um, well, we have two questions, but one question is, well, you can decide which one's more important. So, Mom, go ahead. <laughs> we want to know about the ten thousand dollar cheater challenge. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was uh, that, that was a fun opportunity. Well, okay. I mean, I have no um, I have no tolerance for cheaters. Okay, period. Um, and and that's a very you know broad statement. I mean, and that includes bandits, uh, counterfeiters, uh, bib swappers, whatever. That. Yeah, I forgot all but, that. <laughs> but you know what? But it was her attitude. What got me was her attitude when she, when you know, she initially said half marathon, one fifty eight, sub two, no training, in the bag, no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, ching, really, <laughs> really. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I know a lot of folks out there, and, and if, I, if I may include present company, and, and I don't know all of your running resumes, but I'm going to um, take the liberty of including present company here, who would be really happy with a sub-two half marathon? Oh, oh yes. yes. You know? Definitely. <laughs> and, and they work their butts off to, to get, you know, in that type of time frame. So... To say you did something like that when clearly, you know, and, and I don't remember the exacts, but it was something like she checked in at mile 6.5 and I think it was about an hour 30 or an hour 28 or something like that. 
So essentially, what she was telling the world was that her last 5.7 miles were run at a four-minute pace. Yeah, I've got 6.7 miles at a four-minute mile. There you go. Okay, well, I wasn't sure whether to be impressed or be pissed off. So, so you know, I just, I just said to myself, self. Yeah. <laughs> what are we, we going to do? What are we going to do with this? And um, I, I just decided. I had talked to Derek Murphy, and I said, Derek, I'm going to throw down. Uh, I'm going to throw down the gauntlet here. And uh, I'm going to go to my bank. I'm going to get a cashier's check for $10,000. I'm going to say, hey, Bree, great race. Let's do this. What I'd like you to do is I'd like you to go to any track or anywhere where we can certify. And we're going to we're going to film it. We're going to we're going to video it. And we're going to have race officials there to see you. All we want to do is see you run one of those incredible miles. Just one in six minutes. That's what you got to do. Run one in six minutes, and I'd love to hand you this check, which will make this cashier's check, which we will make payable to the charity of your choice. I think I, I thought I was doing a, you know, I thought I was doing a really nice thing. You were calling her out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it was for a good cause. <laughs> so, yeah, she never responded. Yes. You know, and yeah, we never, never heard. No. Of yeah, yeah. And uh, if so- anybody out there ever um, geeks out, I mean, it's probably just me, but I love um, Derek's um, Marathon Investigation site. So that's yeah. I Marathon Investigations have a, has a Facebook page and a website, and he does a really great job of um, just investigating people who are cheating because it's not just it's it's not you know a lot of these people would never be the first place winners that are cheating, but they're taking. They're they're just it's just not, not an okay thing up. to do. It's exactly it's just um, it's just weakening the entire running community. So, but it's really fun to look at all the um, the sleuthing that he does to find out these these um, these things. So it's a blitz like, again. It's marathoninvestigation.com. Derek Murphy, great guy, um, a, a very very um, thorough investigator and very fair. And he, you know, he gives these people an opportunity to, you know, prove him wrong. And uh, and he's also, just to be fair and be fair to Derek, he, he's also done some great investigations on the opposite side of things. And that is to prove someone did something that a race said they didn't. Yeah. And and I believe what that was, was, um, it, was the, it was a race in the U.K., and I, it might have even been last year's London or something like that, where where um, I think there was a mat mist or something like that, and somebody accused this guy of cheating. And essentially, Derek, through his investigation, proved that he didn't cheat at all, and uh, and and ran a, a very fine race and and earned the kudos that uh, that he deserved. So super fun. But I, I got to warn everybody: you're going to get addicted if you start. If you start, <laughs> you're going to get addicted. And so, of course, with London, the, the latest one is the uh, the 55 to 59 year old female that uh, that took first place in her age group looks more like about a 28 year old guy. 
Oh God! Oh man! Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that one. <laughs> yeah. So that's so that's bid and swapping. I had a funny thing that happened to me that I just because of Derek and his investigation, I don't think anybody would ever investigate me, but I got so paranoid about it. I ran or I walked a 10K. I dropped from the half marathon to the 10K. I walked it. And it turns out that because I dropped the 10K, I won second place in my age group for the half marathon. <laughs> and I, so I, I did the proper thing and I contacted the race and I told them what happened. And I said that I was injured and I, and I dropped down to the 10 K. I want the person who actually won to get recognized. And they wrote back to me and thanked me and said um, that they would definitely take care of all this. So, cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't want Derek after me looking at this thing. She missed all these mats and, and she was second place in her age group. What, what's going on here? But so there's, you know, you, you could do good things. So Derek has is on my shoulder at all times, like making sure that I'm doing things properly. <laughs> keeping you honest. Exactly. Well, let me, let me tell you, I got a call from him a few, uh, about a month back or so. He said, Rudy, how well do you know Jeff Galloway? <laughs> and, and I said, I said, uh, very well. Why? <laughs> so somebody essentially called Jeff out at a, at a marathon Jeff had done. And, and the long story short is Jeff had a really, really, really bad day. And he'd had an injury. He was running with Barbara. And he, so Jeff... Jeff, you know, Jeff, I think Jeff went through like six miles and then went to the end. He took his number off and he put it in his pocket and he and he waited around the finish line for Barbara. So Barbara came along and Jeff ran out and and ran in with her the last hundred yards. But he had he had the bib in his pocket and it registered. Oh, the oh, chip, no. yes. And this, so this guy calls. This guy contacts Derek Murphy and says, "Hey, Derek." I don't. I'm not. I'm not accusing him of anything. But I passed Jeff way back, and he never passed me again. And yet he finished ahead of me, and he finished right with his wife. And you just need to look into this. Oh <laughs> man! I mean, it turns out that Jeff knew the race director, went to him as soon as he got yes. to the line and said, "Hey, take me out. I'm not. Yes, I'm, I'm a DNF." And uh, oh boy, I mean, can, can you hear it now? Galloway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> While we're on the subject of Jeff, that would certainly get Derek on the. the <laughs> yeah, can do you can you do anything with his pacers? They, can I do Can I do anything with Jeff's pacers? Yes, because they don't go on the left. They don't go on the right. They run straight up the middle, and when they stop, they all stop. And when they run, they all run. They'll push everybody and anybody out of their way, and they're a very dangerous group. Well, okay. So what? Okay. So now, what I to, I have to defend them a little bit. I have to defend the Galloway pace group in general because there's different pacers all the time. Right. And and I would say, as a rule, in general, they are very polite. They 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 generally do keep everybody to the the to the right. And when they do their stops, they they do them in accordance with with good etiquette. They let people know. Now, now that doesn't mean that there haven't been some out there, and that's you know, that. Of course, is terrible to start to stop in the middle of anything. I don't uh, think it's the pacers; it's the runners with them. They oh, the runners with them, yeah. Well, yeah. and it's just it's dangerous. 
It is. And, you know, okay, so here's the, you know, here's the conundrum is when you have, you know, the, the wonderful thing about the, about the Galloway method is it allows people of, if I may, much lesser ability to get out there and, and run a half marathon or a 10K or finish a marathon or something like that. You know, people who, you know, wouldn't be able to, maybe not lesser ability, but people who wouldn't be able to run continuously, okay? It's a great method. It works. But the problem is those people tend to be fairly new to running and racing. So you and, think and, like couch potatoes, this is a really good way for, I don't know, Stacy, Pete and Chris to <laughs> get off the couch. Yes. Like, um, <laughs> we like to refer to Pete and Chris as our slugs. Yeah, Um, they are self-proclaimed, though. I would never, you know, shame anybody like that. So they call themselves slugs. So we can refer like that. So I think you're getting there right now already, Rudy. But for new runners, what is your biggest piece of your advice? You know, well, it's just uh, running etiquette is really, really important. Um, We want everybody to have a wonderful experience, but. Within the context of your own experience, you don't want to take away from someone else's. So always, you know, please never run more than two abreast, maybe three if it's a wide course, but never more than that. The other thing is when you come to the finish line, you might be there with five or six or seven or eight people, but don't hold hands across the finish line. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, you know, there, there are the basic etiquette you know etiquette items coming into a, a water station and um you know and, and all the others and and uh the galloway you know the, the galloway groups are working harder all the time to impart the etiquette on their um you know on their their runners runners walkers but um i don't know i think yeah. you know i think in, in the in the heat of the moment you know when the day comes they everybody forgets everything and just kind of yes. get out there yeah, yeah. yeah. stay away yeah. from ladies <laughs> yes yeah. um okay so we're we're going to start to wrap up but um i want to ask you a few just kind of general disney questions are you a disney fan i know you do the disney races and stuff but in general are you a, are you a disney parks fan uh, yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then this will be fun. Do you do you go into the parks during race weekends at all? Do you ever venture no. in? No. Do you? Um, okay, so then this is going to be a little bit tougher because I'm trying to come up with some rapid fire questions here. You're not really helping me a whole lot here. Rudy. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> okay, well, I can do minute. this. How about Let's, this? Favorite Disney hotel. Favorite Disney hotel. Oh, favorite Disney hotel. Um. I real I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's just so much fun. All right, favorite Disney food. You have to eat while you're there. Do you have a favorite snack favorite or, or item? Food. Um, favorite Disney food. Um, Restaurant. Y- yeah, my favorite yeah. Disney food are uh, Mickey cookies. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> or the uh, or the the uh, frozen Mickey bars. Oh yeah. Oh, those are so good. Yeah. All right, okay. favorite Disney character. Favorite Disney character? Um, uh, you know, how can you beat Goofy? Goofy's you can't. just <laughs> yeah, awesome. Goofy's, Goofy's just great. Yeah, I love Goofy. Yeah, Goofy. <laughs> All right, that's amazing. So, if anybody had any questions for you, Rudy, about 
running or run Disney or anything like that, um, is there a way that people can get a hold of you to, to ask you anything? You know, I thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> I really, I really try hard to make myself available for anybody and everybody. And I really mean that. Um, so do not hesitate to, I, I'm really old school. Um, I, you know, someday I'm going to vault into the nineties and do that. Um, you know, do some of the other, um, social media websites, but for right now, I'm, I'm pretty much a Facebook guy. So, um, so feel free to friend me if you haven't already. I accept everybody's friend request um, until you start selling things on my Facebook yes. page. <laughs> no pyramid schemes there. Um, really, I, 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 I and that's what I like. I will readily accept friend requests, and if you have any, any, you know, any. Uh, well, dare I say personal questions or, or, or oh boy, that I, I, I didn't say that. <laughs> I've been running and racing for um, over 40 years now. So I've gotten a lot of experience and a lot of people um, personal message me for, for requests for just, you know, suggestions, ideas, or maybe even motivational things. So I'm happy to share what I have. I'm not a professional coach by any means, but I have a lot of experience and I don't mind sharing it with anybody who might think it has any value. So just reach out and, um, and, you know, give me a shout and I'm happy to, to respond as, as, as quickly as I can. And sometimes it might take a little bit, but um, don't hesitate to do so. I, I love meeting people and I've made some wonderful friends and, and, uh, and my friends are very important to me. Excellent. How about you, Amber? Do you, um, if anybody wanted to reach out to you, how can they get a hold of you? Um, that, how about this? If they had a question for you, maybe they can go through your mom. B, how can fantastic. people get a hold of you? Uh-huh. Okay, uh, you can reach me on Facebook under B Faxton. You can reach me on our business page, which is buyandselldvc.com uh, or Buy and sell DVC on Facebook. Excellent. And you can always get a hold of me on Facebook as well, either at the WDW Review on Facebook or at Edcott. We encourage everybody to join our group. Edcott really is a family. <laughs> it's, I mean, we have so much fun. It's small. We, we don't go out reaching for members. We don't, you know, it, it's, it's by request only. So you can request to join and we will let you in and it's and it's an amazing group so edcot e-d-c-o-t we'd love to have you join us and i just peacocks exactly we talk (laughs) about we have a lot of fun things that we talk about not only disney um but i just want to thank you all for for sticking with us tonight especially if you're a non-runner hopefully you had a little bit of fun and maybe got a little bit of an itch to try to get out there um we really um, appreciate everybody being here and for Amber, for B, and for Rudy. Thank you so much for joining us and have a great day, everyone. Good night. Good night.